I know you hear me, but are you actually listening to me? One of the things that I like to do with my podcasts is make reference to having three listeners. It's kind of fun to say, even though I know that there are, of course, more than three people who download each episode just by looking at the stats real quick. Well, I got this idea to use that moniker, three listeners, from a conservative radio host that I listened to years and years ago named Michael Savage. Of course, Michael had millions of listeners as a nationally syndicated talk show host, so to hear him say he has only three listeners, that was part of what made him relatable and likable. Well, once I started uh, hosting podcasts of my own about six years ago, the psychology of what Michael Savage had said on the radio, it began to make sense. Of course, there's the humor element, but on a deeper level, there's actually a lot of truth to what he said. Lots of people listened to Michael Savage when he was in his prime. I don't even know if he's still on the air, but how many people actually listened to what he was saying? A huge show like that, syndicated on radio stations all over the United States, People might tune in just because that's what the conservative radio station was playing at the time, so they just went with that. But of the millions who listen to the show or listen to the radio, how many people actually listened to Michael Savage, were invested in him as an individual? Not just people who know his name, but know what he stands for personally, what hill he's willing to die on. I would bet genuine fiat money the number was far less than in the millions, perhaps the tens of thousands. Nothing to sneeze at there, but not as impressive as saying you have an audience of millions. Well, this is part of what makes podcasting so attractive, and I dare say is why any creative type should be more optimistic than pessimistic looking forward. The technology exists to connect with people on an individual level, That wasn't around when Michael Savage was in his heyday. Rush Limbaugh, I'll bet those people would have, they would have made a killing with the technology that exists today. Well, I hear podcasters all the time wringing their hands that they have only 50, 50, 50 downloads per episode. I think they're making the wrong comparisons. People think that unless they have a million downloads per month, well, they're not making it. After all, John Lee Dumas and Tim Ferriss and Ben Greenfield, they have huge numbers like that, and they're the gold standard. So, well, if I'm only getting 50 downloads per episode, well, I'm doing something wrong. That's what people think. Well, what if of those 50 people who download a show, 40 of them are actually invested in you and your message? They actually listen to you, what you and your guests say. It makes a positive impact on their lives. That kind of changes the picture. We're wired to hang out in small groups, small groups of like-minded people. I'm a churchgoer myself, and I've been to huge mega churches where I'm completely lost in the sauce, don't feel the least bit of connection to anyone there, even though there's thousands of people there on a Sunday morning service. And I've also been to tiny tiny congregations where everyone knows each other and you feel genuine community among the people there. I mean, if one person is gone, you miss them. Now that's real community. And even the mega churches, they'll tell you that the real success in their ministry or their mission is in those small groups 
Without those small groups, they wouldn't have a mega church. They'll tell you that. And that's real community. It's what we creative types need to cultivate with whatever we're doing, be it music or podcasting, writing, what have you. Big numbers are deceiving. If people aren't actually listening to you, well, you're just talking into the wind.